Thank you so much for being here. This is the Let's Get Woo Woo podcast. This is a safe space where we can build community, share in conversations and stories with each other regarding all things real life, spiritual, healing, wellness, the journeys, mystical, and the great beyond. Thank you so much for being here. If anything from this episode resonates with you, please consider gifting me the huge act of kindness of sharing this on your socials so that the community and the conversation can spread wherever it wants to go. Thank you again for being here. I know your time is precious and I don't take your attention lightly. Let's get woo woo. Hey everybody, welcome to the Let's Get Woo Woo podcast. My name is Vanessa. Um, so I had this experience just like, I'm still in the experience actually, but it was a short experience, which I'm grateful for, um, but so poignant, so dense with like just lessons from my own observation I guess, like, awareness of myself and really my daughters around me and, like, my my experience of it. So, basically, um, I lost my voice for a day or two, I think. Um, literally, the whole thing of, of losing my voice, let's see, it started a Sunday, like, midday, and it went to, like, Monday night. So less than 48 hours, I think, was like the whole experience of me just, it was like extreme, excruciating pain, and then, and then not, which again, I'm so grateful for, but so interesting, Um, not without miracles, for sure, Um, I like just very, like, specific prayers, um, just these beautiful people in my life ascending me healing energy love and light like actually and um just just like a miracle like I'm just like wow (laughs) so grateful so grateful um it's not my first experience with um a healing like just a a quick turnaround healing like that. Um, I think the first one for myself, but I've seen things like that in my daughters before. And um, also they were just so sincere and just with their whole hearts um, giving me what we call sana. In Spanish, um, sana means uh, healing or to heal something along those lines and if you if you've ever been around somebody who speaks Spanish with kids and they get hurt you may have heard them give them sana which is like sana sana colita de rana sino sana hoy sana mañana um and it's just like a cute little saying um about a frog because it rhymes with sana rana is frog anyways so I I've been saying this to them since they were babies, infants, since before they knew I was, whenever they would cry or something, like, I would just, like, rub their little owie, and, and it 
actually has a real actual effect on their well-being. It's like um, it's like the placebo effect, which actually works because your mind is that powerful. Um, but I could actually give them like give it to them at a distance, meaning like if they're across the room and my hands are soaked and I'm washing dishes and they get hurt and they tell me about it. And I'm like, I'll say it and just close my eyes and like direct my energy and my intention towards them. And they sit there and receive it. And then they're like, okay, I'm better. Like if they bump their knee or something. Um, as a matter of fact, even when I lost my voice, they would come to me at least 10 times in that, like whatever, 36 hour period. And they were like, mommy, I hurt my toe. And I didn't have a voice, but I would put my hand on it. And I would like either hum it or just be in silence and just close my eyes and just rub it and say it like in my mind and then and then just like give her a kiss and they would just walk away happy and so much better. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's like uh, like children's Reiki almost <laughs> like a version of that. And in my opinion, probably like the coolest, funnest, maybe best kind of Reiki. I don't know. Um, purest for sure. But um, just absolutely no doubt that it's going to work and that it's real and that something's happening. So all that to say, just so much love poured on me and so many healing vibes sent to me and myself and asking for health and, and well-being and just, oh my God, it was so much. Um, I'm so grateful for loved ones and um, for just love and healing vibes being sent to me um, because I'm on the mend. Um, so just a, a quick recap. Um over a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, I was diagnosed with lupus, which is a quote-unquote autoimmune disease. Um, and that's, I believe, a controversial statement <laughs> because um, I don't actually believe that my body is attacking itself. I think my body is unwaveringly for me in anything that I'm trying to do. It's always trying to bring me back to health and wellness and homeostasis and I think it, um, I think it collaborates with my soul to be like, what does Vanessa need right now? Like where, in what direction do we need to nudge her? Um, and like, I'm here for it. Like, yes, please. Because I can be stubborn. I can get stuck in habits and my ways and my ideas and thinking. And sometimes I just need to get like pushed out of that and be like no you need to do this and go in this direction and what's been really cool about this like I have been meditating and praying through this process and experience and also not a lot like not not a lot as I probably should have for how hard it was um and yet like angel numbers were finding me left and right and I was just like like just tears would just like swell up in my eyes because I'm just like thank you so much for seeing me for knowing what I'm going through and for going above and beyond to express to me 
how you're here for me even if I forget to ask you to come help me you're like we got you and I appreciate that so much um like I I feel like it's just that um like I just have a relationship with my angels and spirit and God and and Jesus even still even if I don't identify as a Christian like these are actual entities who I have had lifelong conversations with of prayer and just being seen and every emotion and every circumstance and like like these are the people the entities the whatever who actually know me inside and out and um to be um going through something so hard and have just reassurance like like getting flowers in the mail for from somebody when like it felt like that um in the mail or however you get flowers I don't know (laughs) anyways um you probably hear it in my voice like it was a deeply emotional experience before it was a physical and physiological experience um they were definitely in parallel not a coincidence at all and also it was a full moon on sunday uh, monday but like just that full moon energy every month i'm like oh yay the full moon and then i get to the full moon energy and i'm like fuck like oh my god why do i look forward to this every month like this is just so much so much um I know there's circumstances in my life that I need to uh, get a move on and and be motivated to move in a certain direction. And um, I know that's a part of that. So um, I got diagnosed with lupus a little over a year ago. And what that looks like for me is it's really triggered by um, foods or better said, um, processed shit that um, our society disguises as foods, um, namely gluten, processed, all processed and refined carbs and sugars. Um, meat and dairy give me inflammation to no end. Like, it's just not good. Um, <clears throat> I still need to do um like a raw vegan detox slash um like a juice detox for at least a month um probably longer to really give my body like a full reset and just like commit to just that kind of um clean nourishing for my body because at this point like my immune system is completely compromised I'm not working with like a a blank canvas here. I'm working with a very compromised system, which is very sensitive and susceptible to things. Um, so I just, I'm aware of that. I need to remain aware of that as I'm going through, um, different ways of figuring out how to nourish my body, how to love myself, how to treat my body best. Um, so for the lupus, when I'm triggered with those specific foods and stress, of course, stress 
all of those things. Um, it looks like hives, chronic, just chronic, terrible hives, all of, like blotches, like just six, seven inches wide, long, um, all over like my neck, my arms, my legs, my back, my face. I look like the elephant man a little bit, which it is what it is. Um, and the last uh, flare up that I had of those hives was in May of this year of 2023. Um, and it's now end of November, right around Thanksgiving time. Um, and so that is about six months since I've had a flare up, which I'm grateful for. Um, and also I thought like I was on the mend kind of like I was kind of in the clear and like, no, it's not, it's not one of those things where like, oh, you're good. You can go back to what you were doing before. No, it's not like that. Like I need to be very selective with the energies that, um, that I mingle with, that I'm around, especially on a daily basis. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say like, I'm in a really, really difficult just circumstance of life right now where um, my living situation is just really hard for me like really hard um the father of my daughter and I we are going through a divorce and yet we're still living together um as a slow transition for multiple reasons um but it's just fucking hard and, um, and I try not to dwell on how terrible it feels, but I just hate it. <laughs> I just, and I'm like, Vanessa, you are so close. You're so close to the end. Like you're, you're just there. You're there. You're so close. Like just keep pushing through. You're going to make it. <laughs> um, it's been a really emotional week um three months (laughs) or so as well um in regards to these circumstances like it's just been so much so hard like just constant um and I'm grateful for my voice is is what I came on here to say is that I'm so grateful for my voice and um also I just want to say like energetically speaking it's not lost upon me that my left side of my throat is what was um swollen and infected and um in case you don't know the left side represents like the feminine And, um, and I believe also like how we see ourselves, is that right? And the right side I know represents the masculine and I think how we present ourselves to the world. Um, I know the feminine and masculine sides are correct. I'm not sure about the other two details, 
But anyways, um, it being my voice and on the left side of the feminine, like, I know for sure that, like, my my living circumstances and the way that I approach it and perceive it and feel about it, um, it's no question, like, why this is going on. Like, I know exactly why this is going on and, like, um, just shit that I need to handle and conversations that need to be had and just stuff that just needs to be like just done and over with um and so like I'm not there's no question as to like why this is going on like I know exactly why I know like exactly the flu that I've put into my body that would have triggered this um and yet like it was so painful like it hurt so bad and it felt like it was so long I'm so glad it's over because if you've ever had like tooth pain something about the pain being so close to the brain where it's just I don't know if it's just because like the the neuroreceptors of the pain like it's just closer so it just shoots back and forth faster and it just drives me insane when it's like somewhere in my face or in my head like I just can't <laughs> I can't so that the that pain was basically like right where like tooth pain would be it was right above my throat um I'm not sure if it was just a swollen lymph node or not because that's common with lupus um it could have the doctor said it could have been like an infection or an abscess of some sort that was in there but I could literally feel whatever it was so swollen it was pressing against my throat to the point where I was having constricted airflow which was really scary um it was pressing against my ear and my mouth somehow where like it was triggering like tooth pain in different areas of my left side and it was just oh my god like so painful I couldn't even swallow like forget drinking water or eating food like you know how when you just have saliva in your mouth and you just swallow without thinking about it no like I had to think about it because each time it was like just this excruciating pain above my tonsil on the left side my whole tonsil was just like a almost like a golf ball and then the little thing in the middle I don't even, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what that's called, but that little like thing that droops down in the middle of your tonsils, that thing was so swollen. It was like, I could feel it. It was like longer. I could feel it like resting on the bottom of my throat. It was so big and swollen. And so I had really little space for like oxygen (laughs) and uh, swallowing just like hurt every time like I probably swallowed like once every hour or two hours because it was just like dreadful um anyways that was the experience and um so that started Sunday like midday like I had breakfast fine and it hurt a little bit and I had some tea Mind you, my throat had been hurt, started hurting the week prior that Monday, and I thought it was just a sore throat. And so I canceled some plans because I was like, I don't want to get anybody sick. I went to the doctor to make sure it wasn't strep. He was like, well, no, it's not strep, but it's only been a couple days. I'm going to give you this steroid and antibiotic for the 
uh, inflammation from the lupus and potential infection because it's Thanksgiving and I'm not going to be here. So in case it gets worse, start to take the antibiotics. And it got better. Like by Friday, I was fine. And Saturday, I was like, fine. It hurt a little bit. And Sunday, I was like, full like pain for I don't know why and I I had like flu-like symptoms but no fever but I was like tired like fatigue and just oh my god just leave me alone please um it was just so bizarre like how quickly it came how strong and fast and hard it hit and then it just dissipated um through through healing energy like I just I just know um and I'm so grateful because uh it did not take me long to learn that lesson thank you very much like maybe that's also another reason why it lifted so quickly was like I was just and this is another thing too without being able to speak I was able to listen and absorb and take in all the things around me like without that sense of speech all my other senses were heightened as they typically are but my sense of listening whether with my ears or my awareness or my heart went up exponentially and this is really what I wanted to come on here and talk about like this experience um I'm so grateful for like as fucking terrible as it was and so painful um I don't even know if it was necessary, but I just, it was so beautiful. So, um, I think mostly what it gifted me was like spaciousness. And, um, I, I use the same word when I described, um, kind of the gift of when I started practicing Shambhavi and like what it gave me what it allowed me to cultivate for myself was a spaciousness around reactiveness, around just impulse, around habitual ways of existing in the world, um, especially negative ones where it's like, I'm just reacting. It's just, it's just nature. Um, especially, especially at home with my daughters, because it's just constant, it's just constant, um, movement and routine and constant, like the show must go on. Like I was sick Sunday and Monday and I was home with them and the show must go on whether I can talk or not, whether I feel good or not. Um, it's me, like I'm there with them and, um, The beauty of it was that without me being able to use my voice, I wasn't able to talk at them, which I realized that I do a lot. Um, I'm not proud of that. It's so good that I got this experience to give me the contrast and the experience, like the the vision and the lived experience of what it is what it could be like to do things a different way like here's just another option Vanessa like what if what if things were this way you know just just trying it on for size 
So, um, for example, like, I just couldn't, I didn't have my speech. It wasn't an option. Eventually, I downloaded an app that I could type into, and it would say the words that I wanted to say to them, like, to direct them to be like, brush your teeth, we're getting ready for bed, or, you know, um turn the TV off, we're going to eat, or uh, get your clothes ready, it's time to take a shower, like those things where it's like, we're going to do this, where I was trying to like charade it to them, and they were like, what the hell are you talking about, mom? (laughs) And um, so they thought it was hilarious, like they thought it was so funny, and at first they were like, what is going on here, and then they quickly cut on, and then I tried to like give them directives like where they were being resistant um to what I was getting them to do and they just laughed like they refused to like be obedient to this Siri voice in my phone that I was trying to talk through they just thought it was hilarious and like I just had to laugh with them and I think that's part of the spaciousness spaciousness that I'm talking about where like usually because I'm always on go mode of like it's it's always go time It's always go time. Like, we're always getting ready for bed or waking up and making breakfast and cleaning and getting ready for school and homework and snacks and grocery shopping and meal prep and and more homework and what are we going to do today? Like, let's go to the park and everything. And so there's not... A lot of time that I allow for just lingering with them, just listening to them. Oh my goodness. Just being with them. Um, Like we do movie night, we'll sit there and cuddle, or like I'll sit with them for a certain amount of times throughout the day. Um, And then I'll get up and like do my stuff that I gotta do, like, wash dishes or laundry or something, um, but this experience really, like, had me slow down, and I actually appreciate so much that I was able to stop talking at them and really, like, listen to them and really give them space to talk, and, Um, I noticed for sure that there was almost zero overwhelm for me. Um, Even though I was in pain, like excruciating pain, and even though I didn't, literally I didn't have a voice, um, I also had like zero anxiety about the routine or what they were doing or what I was doing or what we were supposed to be doing like there was just zero like hustling through the day like hurry there was no hurry and yet everything got done like they were all still showered they were all still fed they were all still they did their homework like And Journey, she got her reading book, and she was so happy. I was so proud of her. Like, she had been studying her sounds and her words and to work up to start reading. She's in kindergarten. 
and she brought her her she brought home her reading book for the first time and she's like mommy will you sit down and read with me and I was like sure and so we went we go we went to go lay down and we were reading and I was just pointing to the words and she was sounding them out and it was so cute and like I couldn't help her sound them out or anything like I would use the voice app thing to like sound it out for her if she didn't know what it was but it was just something so sweet about like being in a moment with each one of them especially one-on-one like individually and being able to just fully listen knowing that there was nothing for me to say there was nothing for me to respond and there was nothing for me to like direct them not just correct them because I don't like to correct them I like to like you know like direct them like in this direction um but even that like it is a lot of times um riddled with anxiety of like like I gotta get this done and I thought it was so interesting and I found it fascinating that like for some reason when my voice is on there's so much more anxiety inside of me and so so much more anxiety be anxiety that I'm spewing around our home and the energy of our home and our family and I thought that was so interesting and I was like what a gift that I could see the contrast of when I'm not speaking and when I'm holding like a centered just I've accepted that there's no voice coming out of me and so I'm just almost like a receptacle for listening for absorbing what's going on around my environment for really taking in what they want to communicate to me how they're experiencing their moment it was just so beautiful like it was so so cool to like just as as a mother who I just long so much to see my daughters and to make sure that they feel seen and to hear my daughters and make sure that they feel heard and to give them space to exercise their voice, especially as women in in this world. Like, I don't like to quiet them. Um, I do because it gets noisy, but like, if I'm down here, they can express themselves and it's not chaotic. It's not anxious. It's not, I don't know, like the energy was just so mellow. And like, I just knew that I couldn't talk. I just knew that wasn't an option. I knew I was in pain and I knew the show must go on. And I went about and did my things and they understood I couldn't talk. And so there was no yelling. There was no reprimanding. There was no redirecting. There was no, I need to make sure you're doing this, this, and this, and this. And I need to use my voice almost as like a weapon to make sure you're doing this, 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 and this. And it's like, first of all, it doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. It's always coming out of anxiety when I'm functioning in that way um nobody likes it I don't like it they don't like it and I'm just like oh my god like how 
just what a gorgeous experience to feel in my soul in my in my mom's soul in my human soul um and just obviously having been a daughter myself and now having daughters like just how beautiful to know that like I don't need to use my voice as much as I do with them I can allow for myself to retreat and center and go within and quiet in a very mindful and just loving way for myself and for them and for the atmosphere that we cultivate in our home together which I lead um, and allow for just spaciousness for them to rise up and do what they know they they are supposed to be doing and say things that they want to say and rise up and they um, took initiative I mean Selah's seven the twins Journey Nevea are five and a half and these little ladies like they rose up and did what they knew they were supposed to do what we do every day what the routine is of taking a shower of of doing all this and getting ready like I just had to like point and be like and they would try to guess and most of the time they would get it right because it's like we do this every day um and there was a lot less bickering between them there was a lot less fighting and whining and a lot more compassion so much grace just from grace and from like just just energy and spirits and angels being around us like just helping um but also like just just that clear energy and us just kind of in flow and like I did not want to extend this painful thing that was going on and and not being able to speak but I was so grateful to have had that experience because I found it so beautiful and ways and it gave me ideas for ways in which I can step back and hone in my voice and and definitely um, say no thank you to the anxiety and the hustle and all of that that rises up out of me daily and where like I'm losing my shit by the end of the night um, and it, you know what it was I think even though my airway was constricted I think I was able to just breathe more because I wasn't like spewing out directives at them constantly I, I was just I was just breathing like I just I think that's what helped to create that spaciousness around my center and that reverberated out into my aura and onto them and our whole entire home and it was just so nice it was just so nice to be able to um not have that anxiety and to just really like listen and to see them like I spent like an hour laying next to Sela and we were just playing with the voice app and this was on Monday after she came home from school and I still it was still so painful and I still couldn't talk and I was just asking her questions like what was your favorite thing you did at school today and you know like what's your favorite color today because her color changes every day 
And like we were just sitting there for like an hour, just like having a conversation like that. And it was so sweet. Like it was just so sweet to have that. Um, that same night, Monday night, um, they, Sayla was like, Mommy, do you want the snuggly um, so you can feel better when I was laying down? And so they each brought down like four or five of like their snugglies and put them like next to my pillow. And like I woke up starting to feel so much better. Like I'm telling you, like all of these like healing energies and vibes like were just worked a miracle in me um and it was just so endearing and like the sweetest thing ever these girls um that's probably the biggest takeaway that I I got from this um the other thing was so it's Wednesday today so this started on Sunday Monday was just shot from top to bottom <laughs> I was just like just get through this um, but I was able to call on Monday and make an appointment for the doctors which was for Tuesday morning yesterday morning um, which um, because it was so swollen above my tonsil and I could barely talk when I did call to make that phone call like it had a similar um, sound to like when you hear hear somebody who um who can't hear who's deaf like when what their speech sounds like it had that same like um sound um which I thought was really interesting I'd never experienced that before but it had it's not like a list but it's like what I don't know what what that's called so to experience that without knowing like that's what my voice was going to sound like when I went to open my mouth and I had to talk to them on the phone was really interesting um I was just like oh okay interesting um, that's what my voice sounded like, uh, even yesterday morning. Um, and it was just a transition period of like, of what my voice would be like coming back today. Um, as a matter of fact, I recorded a short, uh, voice memo yesterday, um, before I got to work after I went to the doctor's office and, um, cause I wanted to capture like what my voice sounded like and not in a million years that I think by the end of the day yesterday that my voice would be all the way back to normal. Um, but it was, and, um, I recorded the voice memo like two minutes before I had to get out of the car and go into work because I was just like, so grateful. I was seeing these angel numbers just following me around and I was just like, I just want to acknowledge the fact that I see you. I see you sending me these messages of reassurance that like you got me. And I just want to say thank you. And so I just, I wanted to capture my gratitude um, and, and my voice in the moment of that. Because like, I just, I, I hadn't and I did and I'm grateful for that. Maybe I'll put a clip in it here so you can hear what it did sound like. Um, as it was actually getting better already because the swelling had gone down out, gone down a lot by that point, by that in the morning. So yesterday morning, which is the morning I'm talking about, I went to the doctor and, um, you know, he's like, open up, say, ah, and he's like, geez, like that's so swollen. 
And I was like, it's actually gone down quite a bit. Like, it was much worse than this. Um, and it hurt so bad to swallow. And yesterday morning when I woke up, um, I was able to swallow. I was able to speak a little bit. I started speaking more, even though I did sound like that same thing. Um, but not as much as the day before. Um, and the reason why I started getting better was like the healing vibes. And also I decided to take the antibiotic over the weekend when it was starting to hurt and the steroid because um, I had so much inflammation. I was getting the hives, all of it. So I just, I took all of the prescription and um, like it just started to work. And I was just so grateful because it was like night and day from the pain and the, and then it just alleviating the pain and from no voice or ability to speak to being able to get my voice back and being able to practice that. And literally gradually throughout the day, it just coming back full force. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm a server and obviously I need to talk for my job, but also, um, I, I'm really good at my job. I've done it for a long time. I love what I do, actually. Um, and so I don't need to use a lot of words to do what I do. I just don't. Like, I, I'm just like, the energy's there, like hand signals, very minimal words. So I was able to actually do what I had to do. Um, my voice sounded crazy throughout the day as it was gradually coming back. Um, and people just kind of looked at me. And I was just like, you know, and whatever. We just moved on. Um, but I asked my doctor, I was like, can I still like do this? He's like, yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. Um, so, and I just knew, I just know myself. Like I knew if I was going to be in the house and just be laying down and not outside or like fresh air or sunlight or people that it would just get worse. Like it would just fester in there. Um, and I, love where I work. I love the people who I work with. Like, it's just the energy there. Like, I just, I love it. I come alive. Like, energy moves through me. Um, I'm obviously practicing using my voice. Like, I just knew myself enough to know that, like, I need to, I need to move this energy. I need to move it through my voice. I need to move it through my body. I need to move it through this fresh air and sunlight. And um, there's a lot of fresh air and sunlight because I go inside and outside all day at work. Um, so it was just really great for me to be able to to go back to work and to to be able to see my progression of healing happen in the course of like hours, literally hours. And so um, I went to the doctor's at like 8.45 was my appointment. I got some blood work done. He checked my tonsils. He brought in a second doctor for a second opinion to look at. And they're like, she's like, oh, yeah. So he wanted to make sure it wasn't something that started with a P for, um, uh, what's it called? An abscess that was infected. Um, and that it was just severe tonsillitis, not the other thing. And um, he was like, keep taking the antibiotic. If it gets worse, if it gets bigger, you need to go to the ER so that they can drain it. Which I found out <laughs> means that they cut it to drain the blood and pus and pus, pus and infection out. <laughs> How would you say that? And I'm like, oh, no. Like, when he told me that, I was like, nope, 
Vanessa, get it together, body. Get it together because that is not an option. We are not doing that. I've done that before for an abscess on a different body part. And I am not doing that in my throat. Hell no. So I was like, nope, we're going to work. I'm eating this banana. I'm taking more of these meds on schedule, like clockwork. And hell no. Like we are getting figuring this out. I am not going to the ER. I am not getting my tonsils cut open. No, absolutely not. So like, I was just resolute. I'm like, this is, I'm getting this, I'm figuring this out today. (laughs) And thank God, thank you, grace and healing energy and everything and everyone that just was sending me love and healing energy because it worked and I do not consider it anything short of a miracle um not to say that like everything is all better um I actually have like a lot of inflammation and swelling in my hands this morning which is strange because I've been on the um steroid which usually alleviates that so just interesting observation um anyways so he told me that and I was like okay duly noted um I did my blood work and stuff and left and went to work and took my meds um the day before I was barely able to drink water because the way my throat was working like it kept shooting it up my nose and I literally went to take a bite of a strawberry and because it's like a, a water dense fruit, it like shot strawberry juice up my nose. And I felt like I was gonna drown while I was eating the strawberry <laughs> and while I was drinking tiny sips of water. And so any chance I could that I could um, stand like swallowing and drink some water and felt like I wasn't gonna drown, I was trying to drink water. And so yesterday my throat was feeling better, so I just, as soon as I could drink water, I was like, boop, 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 like, just trying to get it all in, um, because also I did not want to have to go in for, like, dehydration, that does not sound fun at all, um, so yeah, obviously, my voice is back, um, many, many minutes later that I've been recording this, um, so yesterday, as I was working and just talking with co-workers and whatever at work um my voice went from sounding like how it sounded to getting a lot more clear as the day went on um by the time I picked up the girls oh no I didn't even pick them up by the time we went to the parent teacher conference you could barely tell um that something was weird with my voice and then by the time I was driving home from work um I was singing in the car because I love to sing and let me tell you one of the things with my voice being gone and it being like such a scary thing with like the airflow and I don't know what's going on with this tonsil and like oh my god it hurts so bad did I ruin my like larynx my voice box um because I yelled and like like all these things and I was just like terrified that like my voice I had broken my voice like it was just gone And so as soon as it started coming back, I was like, oh, oh, I'm singing because I I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to sing again. Like, forget talking. (laughs) I have an app for talking. 
Um, but no, like, I love talking, obviously. But, like, singing, like, if I couldn't sing, oh, my God, that would be so devastating. So I was, like, singing. And even as I was singing, like, I could hear my voice just be more open. My throat, my chakra, like, just the energy just, like, opening up and being like, like here I am and um it was so fun like that part of the experience was so fun for me of like getting my voice back and seeing the progression being able to sing and so literally like the whole night I had music on I was singing which is not uncommon but um that's what I was doing almost all of last night um home with the girls just doing dinner and doing all the stuff that um we do on a daily basis and um it was fun. It was beautiful. And as I got my voice back, even even just last night, the same day, we're literally like, we had taken a shower and Journey was like getting dressed and she's like, mommy, your voice is back. And just this morning, you didn't have a voice and now you have a voice in the same day. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> so like, I thought it was cool that they noticed how quick the turn. And I was like, thank you so much for giving me Sana because she gave me Sana like, four or five times like she just like with her whole heart she closed her eyes and put her hand on my throat and she's just like sana sana colita de rana sino sano y sana mañana and like the girls don't speak spanish a whole other story they don't speak spanish but like they they say sana they say all of it and she just her whole heart and her eyes closed and just all of her healing energy and love right in my throat and like i can just feel i could have just feel it like it was just remarkable and like the most beautiful sincere healing energy that I could have ever received um and like I was just so amazed and grateful and so grateful that like they noticed it how quickly I turned around I was like you see like you see how healing your energy is and I was like thank you so much for giving me sana and they were just, they just, like, smiled, like, yeah, like, we did that. And they did. And it was just so, it was such a cool moment um, for them to, like, acknowledge, like, holy shit, like, this morning you couldn't talk, and now you're talking um, and singing and all this stuff. And how cool is that? And I also noticed myself starting to get, like, in the habit that I had been in, of like that anxiety of like talking of getting through bedtime of these like 78 things that we got to do before we get to bed and brush your teeth and da, 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 and get your lunchbox put it over there wash those dishes all this stuff and like it's like no Vanessa remember like mm-mm, we don't we don't need to function out of anxiety remember like we were way more successful without it and we were way more happy and the girls were way more happy. And remember, like, your heart was here and it was centered. <laughs> and it's so much better for you. And, like, don't forget that. Because um, your voice is a gift. And use it in a really beautiful and loving way. You know? Um, it was just like that. the gift of that awareness and that lesson was so nice. And... Um, not something that I'm going to allow to um, for habit to come back in 
and let me forget that beautiful lesson and awareness. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, I'll be on the antibiotics for about a week longer. Um, let me think. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, it made me want to come back on here and record a podcast because also I was like, oh my God, like, what if I could never, what if I could never speak again? Like, I I didn't know what was going to happen, how things were going to transpire. I didn't know how long it was going to last. I didn't know how severe the damage was. I didn't know what the damage was, where the damage was. Um, I didn't know what was going on. This is my first experience with my throat this bad. Like I've had um, swelling before and it it like subsided within like a day or two and like that pain. Um, And I wasn't sure, but I had suspected that it was due to the lupus, but it, it was so short-lived compared to this and not as extreme or painful um that I didn't even bother to like look into it but as soon as it was like this bad I was like oh I have to google this I'm pretty sure this is related to the lupus and the flare-up and so it was and um it was just I never ever want to experience that shit ever again and so I'm just like, this really opened my eyes to how um, seriously I need to take my healing. Um, As if everything else wasn't enough indicator of that. Um, It's just, there's so much going on, always, always, always. But this needs to take a priority. Um, Most, the two main triggers are stress and um, malnutrition. And both of those things, I'm the only one who has the power to control. Like most things in my world, in my inner world, I should say. Um, I'm the only one who can control those things. And so just clearing my life of energetic clutter and and just uh, people and things who I just need to not share my energy with. Um, I just need to prioritize that and um nourishing my body well and that includes like a a juice detox and a raw vegan detox and listen to my body as I introduce um like cooked foods back in um I've basically been on the banana diet because I'm eating like a baby right now (laughs) because even last night I ate um just black beans and quinoa with lime juice and I woke up with so much swelling in my like knuckles which is really strange because I've never had that happen um, while I'm on the steroid and um, just eating clean but um, I guess it's just back to fruits and veggies so that'll be fun Um, but yeah priorities are my health because without my mental health and my physical health um, there is no me to take care of my daughters And so if I want to prioritize them, I need to prioritize me first. Um, Also with that, um, I'm probably going to do an episode on this here soon. 
Um, but I just wanted to just say and acknowledge <laughs> because I hadn't realized this literally till like the last three, three days or so. Um, but it's been such a heavy, like emotionally heavy week for me, um, which has been part of the trigger of the flare up. And, um, I hadn't put language to it this way until the last few days, but, um, I'm burnt out as a mom, as a human, <laughs> as a human who is a mom, who is a woman, who is going through a divorce, who is a single mom, who is figuring the logistics of everything out, um, who is who has been, um, what's the word? Showing up as a single mom, um, basically since, since I've had babies, since the first year Sayla was born, um, I've been functioning as a single mom, um, pretty much my whole motherhood experience, even though I've been married for most of that time, um, which is really painful um, emotionally. Um, and it is what it is. And that's why when I'm like, you're so close, Vanessa, like you've, (laughs) you've been through so much and you've come so far and you're so close to getting that like independence and sovereignty and your own home and your own space that you've been wanting for so long. You're so close, like just push through. You're gonna make it. You're burnt out. You have nothing left to give. Ask for help. Ask for help here in the physical world. Ask for help through your spirits and guides and angel and God and angels and spirits and and all, everything. Like, ask for help through your ancestors, through your whole and healed ancestors who are willing to help. Like, just, you're going to make it. It's going to happen. And um, it's just been a really difficult eight years, but also a really extra difficult, like, last three or four years. Um, December, which is in a few days, um, will mark the two years of when we finally both agreed to do a separation divorce and so and we've been living together that whole time and um it's been hard it's been hard um I'm sure for him too um in many ways and it's just it's so close to Finally getting the space that I need. Finally getting the space for me to heal and process and um, all of that stuff. Emotionally from the hard stuff that was experienced. Um, So obviously more to come on that. But I just, it was helpful for me to give language to the fact that I'm burnt out. Like, oh, like I'm not done with motherhood. Like I'm not... (laughs) I'm not done with my kids. Like, I just, am, I'm not like, I can't mother anymore. Because that's what it felt like. But to just have the language to just be like, oh, you're just burnt out. And these are the very 
understandable and re and reasonable um, reasons why you're burned out. Like, of course you would be burned out. And just making a list of everything that has been hard to experience for the last couple of years and putting language to it. While I don't like to dwell on like negative things, um, I found it to be so helpful to just identify and just be like, holy shit, like that is a lot. I should be tired. <laughs> I should be exhausted. I should be grieving. I should be stressed out. Who wouldn't be? What human in their right mind wouldn't be like at their end, you know? So that was really empowering for me to just um, put language to it and help me to like release it even to not have to hold on to it um I was thinking about it on the way here that like because I don't have um practice from my upbringing in um any sort of emotional processing or intelligence whatsoever like I was allowed to feel happy that was it uh neutral was even controversial sometimes like why are you not smiling? <laughs> um, and so anytime sadness, grief, anger, rage, confusion, any other emotion or, or state of being comes up in me, I'm like a child who doesn't know what to do with these emotions, literally. And so like it's like a, a, a child learning their sounds and then their letters and then putting those sounds together to make a word slowly and then putting one word together and then the next word together and then the next word and they're reading three word sentences and then they're reading you know five word sentences and then maybe like a children's book with like all these little sentences put together and then one day like a paragraph and then they're writing their own sentences and their own words and their own name and then they're reading like a chapter book and then like just this progression of learning and constant practice and like right now, I'm probably I probably have like a word, like the way that I have sat with myself and learned to feel my emotions and and just express them and be comfortable with my own emotions. Like like I've learned the sound of my emotions. I've learned to identify them a little bit and kind of put the pieces together of like, oh, oh, I'm sad right now. Oh, okay, I should probably give myself space to feel why I'm sad and understand it and hold space for myself and maybe cry <laughs> like maybe maybe express my emotion or write about it or talk to someone like these are things that just because I've learned that just because I'm human I, I don't necessarily learn through osmosis how to process emotions if I've only been taught to suppress them and to not be allowed to feel them and so it's a parallel journey with myself and my daughters as we learn emotional intelligence like we're on the same level if they're probably better at it than I am because they haven't they don't have to do the unlearning hopefully if I'm not placing that onto them is my goal um, which I have and repair is so near and dear to my heart because ugh, grace but um it's a thing and a whole other um just thing but I just wanted to acknowledge like the heart of the life circumstances the life circumstances the burnout and just my capacity my increasing capacity to um work through and 
process and live in my own emotions um, is all a slow and not gentle. It's not gentle at all. It's difficult, but a slow ride. And I see the progression and I'm grateful. And some days feel so dark and heavy and hopeless. Um, but they're not. It's just burnout. It's just like, I don't know how to deal with this, but I'm learning. And I'm really proud of myself. Like it's been hard and I'm figuring it out and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for grace and love and loving energy from loving people who I'm just like, oh, my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you, God, for like this soul that I encountered that, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I get to know this person and interact with them in this way, in this way, in this way. And like, are you serious? Thank you so much. And my daughter is like, what? Like, oh my God. And like, just all of my spiritual and unseen realm of team of entities and beings that like so much love and I'm so grateful and um and ultimately today specifically I'm just so grateful for my voice and I want to start singing because I never want to fear like what if I never sing what if I never sing what if no one ever hears my song Also, I just want to acknowledge that, like, it's been about a year since I started this podcast, and I've been listening to podcasts for somewhere between, I don't know, eight to ten years ago, at least, um, like, consistently. I love podcasts. I love listening to people. I love how I'm able to really get to know, like, the intricate inner workings of somebody um, through them just talking and telling stories and all of these things and conversations. And one of the reasons why I decided to start this podcast um, was because I, I like I said, I, was just, I just love podcasts and I had been wanting to start a podcast for many years. And I wanted to open up my throat chakra at the time about a year ago I knew that there was so much that I wanted to say that I wasn't expressing to anybody I knew that there was so much of my story that nobody knew about that um I held in and I know that right now there's there's not a an audience so to speak for this podcast However, me recording this and actually saying my story and all these things and, and processing all these things aloud um, means so much to me first. Just the actual physical voicing of my story. And the fact that I am sharing it on a public platform that is accessible essentially to the world um, wasn't a big deal to me because because I know I haven't marketed it. I know it's not a big thing, but doesn't mean that I'm not going to, that it's not going to be. Um, and so 
you know, I was still careful with the things that I share that I wanted to be public and what I wanted to keep private and just, um, I'm still pretty, once I found vulnerability, um, after, after I listened to the power of vulnerability, the famous Ted talk by Brene Bryan, which was a catalyst and so much of my healing. I love that. Um, I like just fell in love with like being seen because before I was such a private person, it was excruciatingly painful for me to be seen, to be heard, to, for anybody to know any part of anything that should have been quote unquote private or, you know, you know, not been public information or any of this stuff, like not putting your business out there. Um, but I just fell in love with like sharing my story and the freedom that I found in in letting go of the privacy of things and allowing myself to be seen and really what it did was it dismantled shame in my life um and throughout the years I've done different things to continue that dismantling of shame in my life um there's a video somewhere that I did after I was pregnant with the twins after they were about a year old And I did a video of me. uh, I was talking for like 20 minutes. I don't remember what I said. I remember at the very beginning of the video, I was like, hey, it's me. And this is me freeing myself. And I was literally in a bra and underwear. um, And like in my full postpartum glory of a body, just like still wearing my pregnancy pants because I hadn't lost any of the baby weight. If anything, I had gained more weight. Um, and it was just completely normal, like so overwhelmed, so stressed, so undernourished, so exhausted and sleep deprived and all the things, if you can imagine with twins and, and a one year old. And I was like, fuck shame. Like I'm going to let myself be seen in the full glory of what the situation is in my body right now. And fully own it and fully let myself be seen and I did and it's just funny to me at this point but it just meant so much to me at the time of that and so now like sharing my story um to varying degrees of vulnerability um just like kind of like there is no darkness there is no shame there is no no shadow because the light has been brought to it. Um, constant. I'm a constant work in progress. And like nowhere, like, do I ever hope to like shine a light on myself that's like this this picture perfect anything? Because um, it's just not true for me or for anybody for that case for that matter. But um, like even even the audio sound of this podcast, it's like. It is what it is. Like, this is what I have the capacity for at this moment. I record these out of my minivan on my iPhone. And typically there's 10 airplanes flying overhead at any given episode that you can hear. Cars driving by. Um, And you know what? It is what it is. I'm sharing my story. I'm voicing what I want to express. And that matters so much to me. Um even before anyone ever listens, even before there's ever an audience, if and when, like, it doesn't really matter to me. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that I want to share my story. I want to speak my story. I want to speak my truth and really 
practice that. And my voice, my throat chakra, opening it up, not just in this platform, but like that carries through into my life of how comfortable I am sharing my experience, my emotions, my desires with people. And you would think with all the practice that I'm getting that I'd be really comfortable. Like I still have a long way to go, um, which I'm finding and it's okay. And it's just a continued work in progress. Um, but I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that like this entire podcast exists because of my voice and me wanting to express it aloud and open up my throat chakra and in turn open up my life to really just fully live into my truth because if I can speak my truth and tell my story and let myself be seen fully in that way there's nothing there's nothing to hide I'm living fully in my authenticity you know what I mean and like that that is the goal of my life in its entirety like yes I'm a mother yes I'm a writer yes I'm a creative yes this all these roles and all these fun things that I love to do but to live fully as myself 1000% whether somebody's watching me or not whether somebody's listening to me or not is like the ultimate purpose of why I'm here in this lifetime and I just I know that to my core and so I'm grateful for my voice and I'm grateful for this podcast that has helped me to exercise and practice using my voice and telling my story and speaking my truth and living fully in authenticity and sharing all the parts of me to be seen so as to leave zero room for shame in my life ever again because it it ruled a lot of the ways of my life for many years and once I figured that out um once that was brought to light for me through that specific TED talk the power of vulnerability by Brene Brown it was slowly being dismantled until completely it's completely gone um and of course it still like sneaks up here and there in different ways ways that I'm like shocked I'm like holy shit like I thought I was done with this and it's like no and it's like my my antidote to shame is like well then let's just put it all out there let's just tell the whole fucking story let's just show all of it like let's just no I'm not I'm not making rumor space for shame in my life ever again not consciously like don't let me find out that shame is hiding in this corner or this corner because you know what the whole shit will be exposed I don't care I'm not leaving room for shame ever again in my life not for me and I'm not leaving the example for my daughters and so my voice my voice is my main tool right now to just bring light to my life and practice fully living into my whole life um thank you thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for sharing in my story listening to my voice and and just being a part of this if anything the reason why i listen to podcasts is because i get so inspired by people's story i love love listening to people's story I just oh my goodness if anything I hope that even a small part of this maybe inspires you to whatever you're needing today use your voice to give you permission to live fully into your authenticity to dismantle shame in your life to appreciate your voice to go sing to go tell a story 
to go let yourself be seen and heard because it's beautiful. Trust me, it's beautiful. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hi guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Let's Get Woo Woo podcast. I just, I really appreciate you being here, listening and sharing in the conversation in whatever time and space you are right now. And I just honor you as a human going through all the human experiences that we go through and just, I don't know, I just hope you take some time today to honor yourself and do something loving for you. Thank you for being here. Until the next episode, talk to you soon.